welcome back. This is the Biting CEO podcast where faith meets business. Today I have Lisa with me, who is a children's author and she has a tremendous story. But before we get into her story, I'm going to have her introduce herself. Lisa, say hi. Hello. I'm so happy to be on your show, Betsy. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to have you. And what you did is pretty creative, but we'll get into that. First, tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I was not always a children's author, short backstory. Um, I have a background in 26 years, business, marketing, and branding, businesses, CEOs. I was the, the one that if someone had an idea where there was on a napkin, a vision, build a company to help people with their ideas to be actually become into fruition. I was the person that helped hundreds, hundreds of CEOs and thought, thoughtful leaders in doing that. And what I realized is that God was creating all these gifts in me before I knew what was happening as God does work in us, as we know. And in 2018, I had helped so many businesses, some of them to, you know, make millions of dollars. And I had my own businesses as well as an entrepreneur. And I've seen the ups and downs of, of making a lot of money and which we know doesn't matter because it's all God's money. And then also losing money as many of us with the recession and seeing people go through that. And I really feel like God built me to see all that, to now be able to tell the story when people think that money is everything, it's not, we know that, or in what is the purpose and meaning. And in 2018, I walked away from the marketing and, and that business endeavor to then do what I love because I just published at that time, my book, Skip a Step, Imparting Wisdom for Young Entrepreneur Minds. And it's really for all ages. And in interviewing you know, the CEOs, I worked with some great leaders in this book, I would ask them questions like to skip a step, like questions I wish I had when I was a child or a young high school age child. And so in asking all these questions, like, what would you tell your 10 year old self, your 21 year old self, what does success mean to you? You know, what would you do different if you could skip steps? And it was through those questions that were dancing around in my head for two and a half years to publish this book, which was a lot of work, but we did it. And it was in that, that it became my story to then like, well, Lisa, what is it that you want to do? And I love inspiring people to manifest their dreams and visions if they haven't done it as an older age. Because, you know, when we were younger, a lot of jobs are the safe jobs, like become a doctor, become a lawyer, become all these, you know, play it safe jobs. And so one of my books, the thing I do is when I go into schools, I really like inspiring the children to discover and respect each other's talents. So then 2018, right after Skip a Step, I wanted to create Unicorn Jazz, which I knew was going to be a children's book series and brand. I had this huge vision for it. No different than I helped CEOs map out their vision. And then I became Christian three years ago. And because I was already had experience with children's books and getting them into schools and speaking, I created God's Masterpiece and the In His Image series with an army of people. It's not just me. I have family that helps me, educators, librarians, teachers, parents. And that's the short, long story, Betsy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So many good takeaways. I just jotted down some notes. So okay. I'm going to rewind yeah. to the book of Skip a Step. And I'm yes. really curious, and I I'm going to throw a scenario at you because my high schooler, he has that entrepreneur mindset. Like this is the kid that was selling used toys, right? And he looks at businesses and at one point wanted a restaurant, but you know, then you know, kitchen nightmares shows you the behind the scenes. And he's like, oh no, I don't want a restaurant. What advice do you have 
or maybe that you wrote about yes. in that book for oh, a high gosh. schooler this who's is, ambitious. You know, yes, Juan, please, I want to gift you a book for this with him. Oh. Um, and I have a, the journal that goes with that too, um, a oh, skip a step it. journal. The advice is to, to surround yourself with positive people. Um, yes. When you're young, ask people in a field you think you want to go into, intern with them. Ask if you can volunteer in the summer for them. Take them for coffee. If someone ever asks me that's young-minded that wants to pick my brain, I'm never going to say no. And a lot of people you'll find, actually, the, the more vulnerability and youth you have, the more people are going to help you. And so I never knew what the word entrepreneurship was as a child because I grew up in a poor family. There was no entrepreneurs around me. I was self-taught all of these things when I moved to California 23 years ago from El Paso, Texas. So I would tell your son and young minds or any mind that it's so important to learn, learn from books, learn from people's stories. I mean, I, when I was in my 20s, before we had Google and, and Audibles and the things we have today, I was always learning from people like Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins. And, uh, you know, if, if you're a sports enthusiast, John Wooden, I mean, all the, you know, there's so many inspirational people that can inspire you with their messages to believe in you, because we always need someone to believe in us first, I believe. And that's what my Unicorn Jazz series is about, is we need people to believe in us, whether it's your parent, your grandparent, your teacher, a friend, and hey, maybe you pay it forward and believe in others. And that's what I like doing. That's awesome. I'm going to play this for him and we're going to get that book. The play it safe. When you said that, that is so true. Yeah. Um, some There is this belief that if I'm an employee, I'm safe. Yeah. But yeah, in, in reality... In, in Go ahead. And Go ahead. One of my, the people I interviewed, Joe Garner, he's a six time New York Times bestselling author. Many people don't even make it to one time New York wow. Times bestselling author. His father was a salesman. He says he woke up every day unemployed because he had to make a living. And his parents, when I dug deep, I wanted to know what made these, all these different people, you know, men or women tick or what was the behind the scenes story or, and, and, and even struggle and challenges. And by the way, everyone had struggle and challenges. There was nobody that just, it was great, rose to the top without challenges. So Joe Garner, who's in this book, he just had the tenacity and people, he didn't accept no for an answer. And so he created books and they're so amazing. All his the books and ideas he did because he didn't take no for an answer. You keep on asking people. What I find when I work with young people is that they're afraid they might, you know, maybe I'm just making this up. Like maybe someone that wants to be on your show, Betsy, and maybe they write to you on Facebook because that's what younger people do or Instagram. And maybe you just ignore that message because it's just, you don't know who this person is. But imagine if someone just kept on asking you every month, it's appropriate, you know, and one day you look at them and, and you see their profile and they're, they're really someone like your son and they would want to be interviewed. You probably might say, yeah. So that's how Joe Garner was with his attitude. So that, that was something that was instilled in me when I needed so many things to happen during the pandemic, when the world stopped and, and what we did, I went to school after school and doing virtual virtual author visits. I created more books. I got talented singers, kids singers, Broadway singers to be part of uh, what we were creating a, a homegrown show on YouTube that's now on Amazon TV and kids that otherwise would were not using their talents just like I was. And, and I was the leader in, hey, finding them on Instagram and talking to their parents. Would you like to be part of the show? I'm creating the thing I do kind of like a Sesame Street with a small, small budget. Mm -hmm. And I had people saying yes to me. So you'll be surprised at the people that will say yes to you. Oftentimes we're, we feel 
feel like we're going to have rejection or we're going to get no, or we don't, we don't reach out hard enough and connect with people. And remember, just like, you know, where God designed us is we are created for connection. We are created for relationships. So it's so important that, that people realize at any age that if you, if you want something done, you, you need a team of people, you need people to help you with the things you cannot do and Mm -hmm. ask for it. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I love the point you made. We're relational beings made to be in community. And that community for some of us is business. Yeah. And then how much more is available to us when we're leading a team, when we're collaborating with with other businesses without that need to hustle and grind and compete because there's plenty for all of us. Absolutely there is. And, and you'll find that people want to be part of something that's bigger and greater. And, and, And in my experience, the newer you are as a company, if you're a startup, if you have an idea, people are actually going to help you more. Think about it. Fast forward to your company makes it and you make just say millions and millions of dollars or whatever you are helping people with where really a business is solving a problem or, or helping somebody to make their life easier with the solution, product or service. So fast forward to your company that's making millions of dollars. You're like well known, you're a household name and you start asking people for help. Well, it's going to be harder. People are going to say, well, you have to pay me to help you a lot of money. <laughs> So, and that's, that's rightfully so. So what I found is the people are going to help you because you are passionate. It's important to be passionate and really want it so bad that you will do almost anything to make it happen with, by seeking the team, by seeking the right leaders, by asking, learning, learning, learning. And that's what college is for. That's why we have great professors, teachers. That's why we have people that will mentor you and ask to be mentored by people. They're going to say yes. Most likely. Now, I want to move on to the the last book you mentioned. It sounds like it's your most recent book, but it's definitely a love project, The God's Masterpiece. Yes. I don't want to make assumptions, but I can only imagine how helpful that is for children. Tell me more about Uh, that one. Yes. And it's for children. It's for adults too. And what I love with my amazing illustrator, who is my cousin, Davey Villalobos, I, again, when I became Christian and I started learning, you know, so many things that are in the Bible, as I've been taught that the Bible is the greatest self help book of all time. There's just so many things that you can learn in, in leadership, in community, as a child, as a mother, all of these things. Well, when I started reading, like there's even, you know, quotes about God masterpiece that we all designed and created to be in his image. That's why the series is called in his image. This is the first one. And the second book already we're working on is called where is God for people that maybe don't have still question where is God, which we do at stages of our life. So Mm -hmm. the God's masterpiece is based on the love chapter. Love is patient. Love is kind. Uh... It is not self-seeking. And I'm showing you the pictures. I know that your audience won't be able to see it, but you could definitely find it online and would love to encourage people to get a a copy. Again, I love teaching others, children and adults, things that maybe they didn't get as a child or or a different way. I love the storytelling through pictures. I like to let the pictures tell the story. And again, these are books that we're creating that if I had been given this type of book when I was little, I just feel like my path would have skipped a step and maybe I would have become Christian younger and, and, and it's fine. I understand God created, God knew what he was doing and he's given me the passion to, with his children's ministry, as we call it, and to reach as many people as we can because of the business background and marketing I had, because my strongest hat was marketing. Again, I'm not accepting. No, I'm, I pray for the yeses from God to grow and, and get this book wherever there's children. 
That's perfect. That's wonderful. And I remember so much because I too came to Christ as an adult and just child of a king. There was, I want to say it was a casting crown song that was in style at the time. And it was like really putting your identity in perspective, which it sounds like what you're doing with this book, God's masterpiece. You're his daughter, you're his son. Is there a particular go-to scripture that you have to remind yourself that you're God's masterpiece? Yeah, Ephesians, uh, there's, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us a long ago. See, so he could do the good things he planned for us long ago. God was knew what I what he was doing in my life. And without, you know, at the time I wasn't giving him credit because <laughs> I didn't have the yeah. relationship with God that I do now. And as many of us, whatever your story is in becoming Christian, or maybe you're, you're, you're questioning, you know, is there a God, um, you know, how do I develop a relationship with him? It was all of that, that changed my life and actually made my life easier. I could, I know what fruits of the spirit means, you know, joy, peace, kindness, love, you know, there's no such thing against unlimited fruits of the spirit. I learned what the world means of the world versus of pleasure. And I looked at my life and the people around me. And again, all of us as sinners, we know that until the day we die. But it was just a way for me to go, wow, okay, my life wasn't working when it was of the world. And I have many struggle and challenges, just like many of us do. My sisters are the ones that helped me to understand the magic question, which I sometimes think I need to make it a, a book as well is what is your relationship with God? What is your relationship with God is the magic question that changed my life instead of, you know, the not, you know, I've been to church before. I always believed in God, but I didn't know what is a relationship with God is. And I, I feel that that's the $64 billion question that each of us gets to answer. Everyone has their own spiritual journey. And, you know, it's not on us to push it or preach it to others. It's when we are ready to have that relationship with God that we're going to be called and, and he's waiting for us. And once you develop that relationship, it's the most transformational thing I've ever seen in the hundreds of people I've worked with and thousands of people I would see in the teams of companies I, I got to participate in. It's just the Bible is the greatest skip and step of all time. That's wonderful. And it's encouraging to hear. And it's all in his timing, right? Sometimes we're just not ready to hear it. But then the idea of it's relationship, not religion. And it yes. also means when things do come, you're not alone. Yes, yes. My fiance just like the acronym for Bible, basic mm -hmm. instructions before leaving earth. And again, I was never the person to pick up the Bible as, as a child, when we went to Catholic church, you know, it's, it's around you kind of by osmosis, but what is your relationship with God? It's so different when you are curious and you do learn and that there's nothing in the Bible that has not been answered before generations before us. We're not making you know, someone you're not so unique that you're so different and your story is different than anyone else. God does not single you out for that. God is love. God wants mm -hmm. us to have goodness. And when you really start diving into that as a, as a couple, as a family and being that example, it's just life-changing. I'm, I'm engaged now to someone who was a, a widower last year and he's Christian. I prayed for having a Christian. It's my first Christian right relationship all in one. And I say to him, I wish I had met you. I wish we had this when I was 20, but he wasn't that person for me when I was 20, nor was I. 
but how beautiful that now at our age, still still young at heart, that we can share by example the wisdom. And if people want to take shortcuts to long suffering, I mean, we're not the ones to give that to them, but you can definitely find that relationship with God and, and find the fruits of the spirit. And that's what we pray for. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. I really wish our listeners, maybe one day it'll be a video podcast, could just see your face light up and your mm-hmm. smile when you're talking about God and your fiance. There's definitely some natural love going on there. All right. Well, as we wrap up, what advice do you have for faith-based entrepreneurs? For faith-based entrepreneurs is to pray, you know, bring prayer into your into your workplace. My sister Suzanne and Rich Frank, they own um, El Paso Desert Oak Barbecue and they're, they started as a food truck and now they're a successful, amazing, delicious barbecue restaurant. They've been featured on Food Network. And my, when I talked to my sister, their journey happened because of faith and, and prayers where they almost lost it. They almost didn't survive another month when they had the food truck. And she says, we prayed and, and, and there was God delivering. And, you know, as a business, you know, again, you have to be careful with being circular today. We know that, you know, but I feel like with, if your business and and your leadership is to include God, I just feel you're going to see a lot of blessings in that. And, And maybe whether it's praying with and for people, maybe it's just living by example, where people come to you and saying, what is, how are you living this way? What's your story? And I feel if anything, as, as a CEO, as an owner of a company, you know, you can share your story on your own personal, like Facebook and, and Instagram, where people can understand that that's what you're leading by. And I'll give you an example, just, you know, my Unicorn Jazz book series, and it's a social emotional book series. I know you'd appreciate that with your mental health background. Yes. So this is, this is a secular book series. So I go into public schools. And then, you know, I didn't know I was going to be doing the the Christian, as we know, with God's masterpiece. And so I've had to ask myself in the beginning, like, how do I brand myself? Because what if people from the public schools, you know, may have like, you have books about God and, and that's, you know, that's not secular per se. And, and I prayed about it and talked to people close to me. And I said, you know what, if, if for some reason, someone doesn't want to hire me for speaking or books because I have Christian books that's okay I I'm not going to change who I am you you have to make that decision it's a personal decision and I'm I want to be known for like the backstory you've heard through this podcast and again to me God the man upstairs he's in charge and uh I rather be pleasing to him than to the world Well, Lisa, thank you. Thank you for your vulnerability, your authenticity, and your transparency. It has been a pleasure and very insightful. I know for me, I'm definitely going to pick up the book, um, The Skip a Step and The God's Masterpiece. I feel like my little one would really enjoy that one. Um, And we'll have a description in the show notes where our listeners can find you. And thank you. God bless you. I'm so grateful. And I'm here to connect with anybody that needs help. That's my vow. That's my mission. I'm, I'm here to help you in any way I can. Thank you. That's it, Abiders. I hope everyone's having a great day. Until next time. Bye. 